This is the Queensland Department of Education podcast. Today we're talking about visual identity and the simple things schools can do to enhance their visual image. This is often an area overlooked by schools. Schools are dynamic, interesting communities with wonderful staff, students and programs, but sometimes that's not the first impressions they give. My colleague Kylie Wilkinson joins me today. Kylie specialises in supporting schools with anything to do with communication and engagement. Welcome, Kylie. Thanks, Virginia. Can we just start with something basic, like what is visual identity? So visual identity, put simply, um, for a school encompasses all the visual elements that tell your school story. So it's your signage, images, communication materials, even the gardens tell us a story about your school. The trick is to ensure all your visual elements tell the real story, the positive story. You can tell a lot about a school even from the outside. What advice do you have to help our schools improve their visual identity? When I work with a school, even before I meet with the principal, I'll have a look at the school's public-facing communication, so anything I can find that the public could find. So you do a bit of an audit or, or a review of their communication? That's it, yeah. So it would include website, newsletter, social media. Generally, I'll also read the annual report. So what I'm looking for firstly is to get an understanding of the school's story or identity. Now, as you know, Virginia, the school story is supported by the way we communicate. So I'm looking also to see a consistent, coherent and professional look and feel across all the communication materials and channels. This is a really important part of the school's visual identity. Could anyone do uh, that sort of audit? Could school staff conduct it themselves? They definitely could and I would highly recommend it. I would also recommend that they make it a team effort. Sometimes it's difficult for staff to see something with fresh eyes. Would this be a good time to include students or, or parents? I think that would be an excellent time. It also gives students and parents or carers um, ownership of promoting the school or communicating more effectively within the school. Okay, so what's the audit all about? Why do we do it? At first, the audit is about discovery. So if we started with consistency of image, I would look for a consistent use of colour, fonts and logo. So, for example, the logo, is it being used consistently or is it sometimes too large, sometimes with lots of text, sometimes in a different position of the page, all of which I've seen in different school audits. Does the logo need redrawing? So, logos are often JPEGs and if you save a JPEG too often, what happens is it loses information, it becomes pixelated. So, it could be that it just needs redrawing, not necessarily changing the logo, but getting a graphic designer to neaten it up and supply you with the types of formats that you can use on the web and in print. Some schools may even decide to change their logo, even just a little bit. This can be difficult, can't it, as people are often very attached to their school logo, particularly students who have attended the school in past years. If it's parents whose children are now going there, they feel a sense of um, familiarity with that logo. Yeah, absolutely. Changing a logo is not for the faint-hearted. Um, <laughs> you need to follow a, you know, a process to try and get your community on board if you're going to change it. But for most logos, it just means redrawing. A lot of our logos were drawn by students as part of a competition or it might have been drawn by the first principal within the school. So if you look at it from a graphic design point of view, it might just be a bit wonky and just need redrawing. But yeah, definitely if you decide to go down the path of changing your logo completely, we do have some um, resources on our website to help you with that process. And is that something that should be done in consultation with uh, the larger parent body? Sometimes if you ask too many people, you get too many opinions. You do. I, I would recommend that you start with um, a small communication engagement group, so maybe the team that you have in school. 
then take it wider. But oftentimes with our schools, what they'll do is they'll, they'll have some consultation, then they'll take it to a graphic designer who might come up with two or three different styles or different um, layouts, and then they'll present them to the group. So, yeah, absolutely. If you have too many people trying to have opinions about anything that's to do with uh, design, you could end up with design by committee. Yeah, which yeah. often isn't that good. <laughs> Got a question? Email podcasts at qed.qld.gov.au. Um, so what about the colours? What colours should people use? So when you you are conducting your review, you might discover that, so the school colour might be green, but then when you're looking at all your documentation, it's a different shade of green and you know, different documents. So that's another thing to look for initially is, okay, well, do we actually have a specific colour for our school? Are we using that? It's important to keep a consistent look the whole way through. It's same with fonts. Uh, you know, one or two fonts is actually all you need in a, a good school visual identity. A fruit salad of fonts, you know, choosing too many fonts just looks chaotic within a school. This sounds like a style guide would be really helpful here to ensure consistency. And we have examples of style guides on our website, is that right? We do, yes. Is there anything else schools need to be mindful of when they're undertaking an audit? The audit so far has just looked at public-facing communication. So the next step would then be to look at the internal communication. So things like um, signage, items to parents, um, staff communication, publications, documents, all of those things need to have a consistent visual identity. So the font should be the same and the colour should be the same and any logos being used should be one consistent logo. That's it, and placed in the same position. What you're trying to do here is have brand recall. So when I look at any of your documentation, it should allow me to recall great positive stories that I know about your school. If I'm constantly seeing a different look and feel, it's confusing for um, anyone who's looking at your school. This gives your school a more professional look. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess that professional look then um, gives the community confidence in your school. Yeah, it would do. For more information, visit one forum and search podcasts. You mentioned gardens earlier, and I know we have a comprehensive checklist that allows a visual review starting at the school gate. This is something I could see student leaders getting involved in. Definitely. Having students conduct a review really focuses their attention on what could be improved within the school grounds. This could form part of a leadership project. Well, that sounds pretty exciting. I could imagine some students yeah, really wanting to get involved in that. Yep. We haven't really talked about photography. Is that something schools need to focus on? Definitely. Using photographs and video is a perfect way to tell your school story. People love images and visual content, and you'd know that from your social media platforms. Um, it's more emotional than text and is essential to promoting your school. We're continually updating our One Portal site and we have a number of resources and examples to use um, to do with photography and video. Thanks for that, Kylie. I think that's going to be a great starting place for schools wanting to look at their visual identity. Thank you. You have been listening to a Queensland Department of Education podcast.